Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Wednesday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrods here with your daily VRA investing podcast. A uh, overbought pause. That's what we see happening right now. If you've been joining us here, you know, we've hit uh, as of uh, really the last couple of days, we begin hitting either heavily overbought to extreme overbought on some of our VRA momentum oscillators. And those are typically a sign to us of a caution, not necessarily a sell signal, uh, but it's what that pause looks like that tells you really what the personality of this market is. I'll cover that more in just a moment. Let's get to particulars first. We do have a lot to cover today with earnings season, uh, coronavirus insanity, and um, uh, stimulus insanity. The Dow Jones today uh, finishing a bit off the lows, uh, not having a great final smart money hour, finishing down 165 points, about a half percent. At 28,514. Same thing with the SP 500, down six tenths of a percent at 3488. NASDAQ was our uh, second biggest loser on the day, down 95 points. That's eight tenths of 1% at 11,768. And our loser on the day, Russell 2000, down nine tenths of 1% at uh, 1621. But again, these markets have been extreme overbought on, st- on stochastics and approaching heavily overbought. On our other uh, momentum oscillators, Uh, this, again, is typically a sign of caution. And then you want to see how does the the correction, how does the pause, how does the pullback, what kind of a personality does it exhibit? And I'll tell you what we saw today. First of all, I want to go ahead and get this out there. If you didn't catch Nancy Pelosi yesterday, and this is one of those reasons that we should be bullish, by the way, and we are, if you didn't catch Nancy Pelosi on uh, CNN with Wolf Blitzer yesterday afternoon. You've probably seen it by now, but if not, it's worth a Google. Go back and watch this and just watch this person make a complete and utter fool of themselves as they tell everybody to eat cake, you know, because uh, we're in the ivory tower here. We're good, and these are our constituents, and uh, we know that they're hungry and uh, that they're standing in food lines and they're begging for money. We know that. But we know what we're doing. It was just, it was just unbelievable to watch how out of touch so many of our elected officials are on both sides of the aisle, by the way. Uh, but uh, that's, that may well lead to a stimulus deal, bill, a, a deal getting done. Uh, we think it will. The betting odds are increasing. The pressure is being brought to bear on Democrats. Matter of fact, several of Pelosi's top people are complaining publicly about this. So you know the pressure being brought to bear. Uh, again, this would be phase five of the stimulus uh, uh, deal we've had so far, which would take us, if this uh, works out to a $1.8 trillion deal, which is what they're talking about, uh, this would work out to give us a total of right at $9 trillion uh, so far in coronavirus insanity bailout money. That's both fiscal and monetary stimulus combined, $9 trillion dollars. Uh, wow. You know, in the Iraq war, Afghanistan war, we spent $7 trillion, lost a whole lot of lives, of course, almost 7,000 lives lost. We're doing it again. We're, 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 we're spending money like this again. And this is over an illness that 99.7% of all people that get it fully recover from. Coronavirus insanity indeed. Wow. I, folks, this could go any way. If anybody tells you they know what's going to happen next, don't ever listen to those folks again. They are liars. 
because this could go any direction. I'll tell you, just off the cuff here, the thing that, that I look for and the thing that so many are looking for is follow the, the, follow the bond markets, follow the debt markets. Because the day that interest rates start to move higher, and I don't mean the 10-year going from 7 tenths of a percent yield to 1% yield. I mean when these yields really get, get cooking. That will be our telltale sign. It's not only time to get out of the market, it's time to go aggressively short the market. We're not, we're apolitical. We, we don't care if it's a bull market or bear market. We'd rather be in a bull market. They're a lot more fun. Who, who likes betting against America? Who likes going short stocks? I, really, it's, it's not my cup of tea. Most people want to root for a company to succeed. Most people want to root for a country or a planet to succeed. But should that day come and the bond market vigilantes return and interest rates start to spike higher, you'll want to make sure you're listening to this podcast. And really, you want to make sure you're a member of the VRA uh, so we can get your position correctly. Join us anytime at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. Okay, so we're at earnings season. And uh, I want to talk about that for a second because somebody should be telling S&P 500 companies, most notably the 38 S&P 500 companies that have reported earnings so far, this is as of about three hours ago, somebody should tell them that we are in the middle of coronavirus insanity. What are these people doing making so much money? Check this out. Again, of the 38 companies that reported, 86 are beating analyst estimates with an average beat of 28%. It's big. And the analysts are no good. They're, they're never good. You know, this is a, the earnings game. You know, companies uh, always like to uh, lowball, right? They want to make sure they report a beat so they can get their management bonuses. We know that game well. But, folks, they beat 4% on revenues as well. They beat revenues by 4%. So far, of the 38 that reported, that's a number that's harder to fudge. That's a big beat. Coronavirus insanity... I think we're seeing why the stock market's been going up. Now, it's not just the 7 or $9 trillion or whatever it winds up being in, in stimulus. It's certainly a big part of it. But I think the lesson in this more than anything is, you know what? Don't short America. Don't short Americans. Okay, so, so other telltale signs that we're seeing today, I just want to point out a couple of things here. Uh, we follow the put-call ratio, as a lot of people do. You know, <clears throat> when the market's down as much as it was today, again, this wasn't a huge decline, but it was a decent decline. You know, uh, anytime the Nasdaq's down around 100 points, it gets my attention. Anytime the Dow's down over 200 points, again, it gets my attention, gets our attention. But the put-call ratio today opened at 0.52 and closed at 0.70, never got above 0.70 throughout the day. That means people are still buying uh, calls over put. So that's a <clears throat> that actually could be a worrisome sign because it shows investors are possibly overly confident and so they're continuing to buy calls because they believe the market's just going to keep bouncing back, right? We've gotten to that level of sentiment now where fear doesn't rule the day so much as it is more greed now beginning to rule the day. Um, nothing to write home about, frankly. Uh, just an observation. But the, the, the market, based on the internals, we're very, very healthy today. First of all, the VIX index, the VIX, the fear index was only up 1% today. And it really never got going. I think at one point it was up about 3, 3.5% today. 
Uh, so that tells you uh, investors are not betting on this being a, a big decline. Maybe they're right, maybe they're wrong. Again, just an observation we, we pay attention to. But as always, we find the internals, right, to be extremely valuable and in, in tracking the internals, analysis, trend analysis of the internals, how they're reacting in bull markets and how they're reacting in pullbacks like this. So again, with a day like today, decently sized losses, you probably expect me to tell you that the internals were negative across the board. They were not. Matter of fact, until just at the close, we had two of our major three segments positive on the day. Uh, I'll start with what finished negative. That was up-down volume. Again, it was positive until right at the close. Some sell orders came through, but still, we only had small negatives, uh, a small uh, a number uh, uh, of, of declining stocks over advancing stocks in both NYSE and NASDAQ. Uh, on the advanced decline question, advanced decline, NYSE, negative by 600 uh, shares. Not a huge deal. NASDAQ, a bigger deal. Almost a two-to-one negative on advanced decline. Again, not a shocker, kind of what you'd expect. But the real surprise continues to be, and there's a bit of a lag effect here, but the real surprise continues to be, because this has just been ongoing, has been the stark uh, outperformance of new 52-week highs and 52-week lows. Today we had a combined 242 companies hitting new 52-week highs to just 37 hitting new 52-week lows. That's, that's big. Also today, again, Watching these sectors so important. You know, our favorite leading economic indicators are transportation and housing. Today, the transports, the trainees, as we like to call them. If you, if, you, if you use the word trainees on Twitter, you know, they will suspend you. But uh, this is a podcast, so fuck them. I can say tranny, tranny, tranny all day long. Trannies today finished up at a new all-time high. How about that? Um, the uh, housing index, HGX, also finished positive today, as did transports. Uh, just about, what is that, about five points below a- another all-time high. So again, leading economic indicators are looking really solid. And uh, that, that supports our theme, really, that what we're seeing now, what we expect to see, is really more of a pause pullback uh, uh, in, in, a, in an otherwise strong bull market. And should we get a stimulus still? Uh, this 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 pullback should be aggressively bought. That's what we're 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 ready to act on uh, once we get the uh, the final word from our best sources that a deal is coming. Um, all right, our sector watch today. Let's see here. Hit refresh. Make sure I get it right. Okay, of our eleven S and P five hundred sectors, bit of a rough day. Kind of what you'd expect, really. Eight of eleven finished negative on the day. On the downside, led by consumer discretionary, down 1.4%. Communication, down 1.1%. Real estate, down 1.1%. Financials, down 1%. Bank stocks are not trading well. Uh, the BKX, the bank index, is still slightly above its 200-day moving average, so it's taken a while to get there. Uh, but uh, this, this group, again, is just not traded well, whether we're talking about Europe or United States. The last place you've wanted to be for many years now has been in bank stocks or financials. Uh, on the plus side, slight, slight gains here. Industrials, materials, energy, all up between uh, four-tenths and five-tenths of one percent. Finally for the day, let's cover our uh, VRA commodity watch. Gold had an, uh, a decently uh, good bounce back today, up $10 an ounce, back above that important $1,900 level at $1,904. Silver today up $0.22 cents at $24.32 an ounce. Oil uh, up uh, $0.85 cents a barrel to $4,105. 
And finally, Bitcoin down slightly, down $28, trading at 11381 Folks, as always, we appreciate you being here with us. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.